Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, May 8th. Let's jump into today's top stories. Central Missouri names Northern Arizona Senior Associate AD for Administration and Capital Projects Matt Houdishel as its next AD, starting June 19. UCM President Roger Best said, Dr. Houdishel's outstanding skills and breadth of experience provide us with the expertise we need to navigate and succeed during this transformational time in intercollegiate athletics. He is one of the most authentic individuals I have ever met, and he cares deeply about people and relationships. His family connection to Johnson County and his Missouri roots provide him with tremendous insights into UCM's long-standing tradition of athletics and academic success, and I look forward to his leadership. The D1 dossier for the AD opening at California Baptist is ready to roll for those of you thinking about going after the leadership role in Riverside. Cal State Bakersfield AD Kyle Condor noted, The D1 dossier was very helpful in my preparation for interviews. Having so much information compiled in a readable format made me very confident throughout the search process. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette's Noah Hiles catches up with several ACC ADs and Commissioner Jim Phillips to discuss the league's ongoing revenue distribution conversations, and Miami AD Dan Rad a Kovic advocates for an uneven distribution based on performance saying, count us in the group that would like to discuss and take to the nth degree some type of unequal revenue share circumstance, but understanding that it's gotta be something that everybody can agree to. There is a baseline for what we get. After that, you should be able to reward the success. Pittsburgh AD Heather Like says she's open to having the conversation about uneven distribution, but notes, I'm just not sure that it will make such a significant difference that it's worth changing philosophically the idea of equal revenue share. Syracuse AD John Wildhack is one of three league ADs who tell Hiles ACC football is undervalued, saying, we need ESPN's help to market football. We've made that clear to them. They have all of our rights, so it behooves them. A stronger ACC is good for ESPN and Disney across the board. I can't underscore that enough. We're not asking them to be a house organ for anybody. We're not expecting that. Florida State AD Michael Alford says football season ticket sales are the strongest they've been since 2014, when average home attendance was 82,211, noting, we're pacing ahead of where we were last year. The new ticket purchasers are higher already than we were last year, and normally July and August are really key months for us going into the season. We've already sold more new tickets than we did last year, and we haven't gotten to our key months yet. To see where our numbers are right now, I expect us to finish close to some of our all-time highs this upcoming year. On 3's Andy Wittry reports the 52 Public Power 5 institutions spent a combined $90.6 million in football severance payments in fiscal year 22, marking the second-highest total ever, trailing only the $98.8 million those schools spent in fiscal year 18. When adjusted for inflation, $98.8 million in June 2018 would have equated to more than $116 million in June 2022. Washington reported spending $17.03 million on football buyouts between July 1, 2021 and June 30, 2022. Florida reported spending almost $15.3 million, Virginia Tech reported $10 million, Texas reported $8.2 million and Auburn reported $7.8 million. Wittry goes on to note that 16 of the 52 schools, 31%, reported no football-related severance payments last fiscal year. That figure was 44% in fiscal year 18 and 42% in fiscal year 19. 
Also from Witchery, Public Power 5 schools reported spending a total of nearly $133 million on severance payments to all coaches and administrators in the 2022 fiscal year. That means roughly 68% of all severance payments were made to fired football coaches. That figure includes $26 million spent on men's basketball severance payments, which eclipsed the fiscal year 18 total of $20.3 million to set a new record. GoVision founder Chris Curtis and ANC Chief Administrative Officer Kevin Facciane have partnered to purchase the ANC Events Division and rebrand the company once again as GoVision. The original GoVision had been acquired by Learfield and merged with ANC. From GoVision's release, in its latest incarnation, GoVision will operate as a standalone entity, but will maintain a synergistic relationship with ANC, with both parties working closely together on projects and events. GoVision will also provide ANC with services previously handled by ANC's Texas division, including accounting, human resources, warehousing, event project management, design and engineering support. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, May 8. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.